another week of journey with michael and ryan welcome everybody here we are my favorite part of the week it is a beautiful moment brother it certainly is talking something that's dear to your heart Mm, close close to your heart close to my heart definitely brother so we're going to be talking about sacred rage anger anger it's a very strong emotion Mm. very powerful emotion and in our experiences uh an emotion that a lot of people don't have integrated into them totally whether whether you know it or not or whether you you feel like well even identify as an angry person uh it's an interesting one so i'm a little distracted the cat's just come up into the room and she's just gonna join us for the podcast i guess like a little little, little potty cat a little potty cat hey girl she is oh you are cute it's a uh yeah there's certainly no anger in in us right now with this little <laughs> cute little kitty running around no they can feel it they're like you guys are so chill what are you guys talking about anger for yeah <laughs> it's certainly through our own rebirthing uh experience with clients it's a it's one of the main emotions that we have to help people move into for, sure. uh, for them to feel it because they're so afraid of it i mean a lot of certainly if you're listening to this like just reflect back onto your own upbringing with your you know where you grew up was anger allowed you know was it um was it pushed down was it told that it was bad Mm, were you made wrong for it yeah 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 or was it projected onto you you know so the the emotion itself doesn't feel safe yeah, scared of anger wow. because anger was a way of control from you, from an authoritative figure. It might have been teachers, might have been um, your parents, you know, it, it, any any number of many people. And if that was a way to manipulate and control you uh, through force and power because they were bigger and they could be angry, of course you're going to be afraid of anger because it uh, it did not it, it it didn't sit well with you. And so you would have to make yourself small. You would have to see anger as a as a tool of manipulation. And so for you to integrate that into yourself, that would have been very, very difficult to do. And totally. So you drag that over into your adulthood. Totally, totally. And it's it's never something that we even we even get to discuss or talk about um, in a healthy way. Um, from when we're kids to, to even as we as we start to get older, you know, anger is always deemed as being something negative, being something wrong, being something there, being something wrong with you um, to even feel the emotion or feel angry about certain situations. You know, we're not we're not allowed to express it um, in a healthy way. You know, now there is like there's there's definitely two forms of anger because ang- anger can be seen and deemed as being negative, especially if it is coming from a place of control. Um, but if we can start to learn and integrate and build a healthier relationship with anger, then we can start to understand ourselves a lot better. We can understand why it's there, like what it's trying to protect us from, um, why it's there to maybe control situations or people, um, and then even just acknowledging like yeah, our, our parents' relationship with it and the way in which it uh, was maybe used to control us. And I think anger when it crops up it's looking at what boundary of yours is being encroached on because anger to me is when anger is present it means that there's been a boundary that's being being pushed or crossed 
and and anger in a healthy way can let that person or situation know that no that doesn't sit with me you know don't go any further mm-hmm. yeah totally totally and it's like even even the fact that if you get angry it's maybe it's just there because or how someone's making you feel so the only way you know how to express yourself is through anger is through frustration is is through projecting that 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 emotion onto someone else like a toxic anger right yeah it's an, un, an unconscious anger a rage it's a it's a uh, an unconscious reaction totally and so you hear the term blind rage seeing red oh it's not my fault all that kind of you know excuse and avoidant bullshit when it comes to anger but healthy anger integrated is a very powerful tool for you to be able to use and drive your own life as well um and then there's the subsets of frustration and disappointment and all the things and mm. that can come off that as well and uh and it's not to be let it get confused with potentially like what grief is and and certain things like that but um anger in a healthy way is a is well it's just another emotion on our spectrum and it's nothing to be afraid of, but yet we need to allow ourselves to move into it in a healthy way, in a conscious way, to start integrating it back into our personality if we don't have it well integrated. Um, so that can become, you know, a lot less of our own shadow self. Totally. And like for, for me, most of my life, anger has been like a huge shadow, massive shadow. Yeah. Um, where do you think your anger developed and where did it come from? Mm. Man, I was I was always like an angry kid. Like I was every memory, most memories that I have of when I was younger were was moments of anger and frustration. Like the the key moments in my life were were based around that. Like a lot of the the things were either me being bullied and and reacting um, or me using anger uh, to just be a bully. Mm. and man where did it come from i don't know that that's a hard one that's a hard one because i never remember my dad being like an angry person yeah. like oh cat um being angry but like anger was always used as a way or, or, or as a form of control yeah um if if there was something wrong or if i was being bad like that's you know that was the sort of punishment. I never remember them like blind ra- anger from him, but like discipline, I suppose, was probably more around his way of communicating and things. And so when I was younger and when I was going through challenging times, it was always like for me, it was always I had to be good because I was fearful of what might happen. Yeah. You know? Um, so that's probably is where, where it was developed. Like, yeah, it's it's not something that I've really fully landed on. Mm. Um, even just trying to unpack it now, because even in, even when I, I remember a really significant moment um, when I was getting bullied at school, and and the the fucked up thing was that the people that were bullying me were actually my best friends. Yeah, you know, they were the, the closest people to me. Um, a friend that I'd had since I was like three years old, um, and my cousin. Mm. 
Um, so they were essentially like the main instigators uh, in the situations um, when I was younger. So I was like, if they didn't have someone else to pick on because I was so easy to get wound up, essentially that that attention and that focus was, was pointed at me. Um, and I remember a moment when my dad was just like, if someone bullies you or gives you shit, just, just hit them back. Yep. Um, so that was sort of like, the permission I had, okay, cool, if, if someone's trying to hurt me, I can just hurt them back. And you're equating, you're now learning that, that, that anger equals hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And so that's what's being developed here. And okay, now anger, now hit anger back, like fight fire with fire, which will grow the fire even more. Totally. And if I couldn't communicate in a way that would hurt people, I would just use anger in a way to hurt people. Um, well, because, it's powerful because people will fucking see you. Yeah, totally. People will take note. Totally. And if they've gone over the edge of, of, of putting you into a rage, mm. then that's their job done because they were eliciting a reaction and then the reaction is so strong, then it ends up being you in trouble. Yeah, totally. And it, it used to be like just flicking through, like there's so many memories coming through my mind um, now. Like we were talking about one just just before here where, where I broke my uncle's rib. Um, because of, in a rage I just told him to fuck off and then he chased me down the road and fell over and um, ended up inevitably breaking his rib um, and that really altered our relationship all throughout my life um, there was a moment oh, there's, there's many moments but just the key ones that I remember is like I remember my um, cousin actually making fun of my grandma because she used to have like a hunchback and I just went into like a blind rage and choked him out in the classroom I remember another time throwing throwing a desk across a classroom. Um, I remember once when, man, I was like 13, and um, I was seeing this girl, and her brother like came up to me and like was like, "You fucking can't see her anymore," and like he actually punched me in the face. And um, my first instinct, this was actually when we were camping, my first instinct was to go into the into the the kitchen um, and grab a knife yep. and like go up to him. And um, so it was like rage and anger was just a response or a need for control. Like that was just the way I which I reacted to yep. certain situations. Mm. Did you feel Did you feel safe when you were in those rages? Did you feel like you were protecting yourself? Mm. It was a form of protection, definitely. But did I feel safe? Nah, not at all, because I was never in control. Yeah, never really in control of the situation. I never really knew how I was going to react um, or respond. And um, did you think you could take it ever as far as, as using a knife, or do you think that was just nah. I'm going to make such a I'm going to make such a scene mm. that I'm not going to allow myself to be fucked with anymore and just and just kind of show them the knife or something. Yeah, that that was pretty much it. That was pretty much it. I was never going to use it. Um, and then it just it turned into this absolute huge affair because I essentially ended up getting us kicked out of this campground that we'd been staying at for like eight years. Um, so it went from like this minor situation to like a lot of resentment uh, for me from like my whole family. Um, and not just my immediate family, like cousins and everything outside of that. And I really only remember one, um, I really only remember my godfather sort of like sitting me down at that moment and being like, are you okay? What's going on? Mm. Um, my dad actually didn't even do that. He sort of really shunned me for a few years after that, um, which was quite hard to deal with. It would have been. Yeah, really hard to deal with. And then you're learning that anger 
is going to create disappointment. Anger is going to create resentment and mm. it's going to drive people away. So let's not try and be like, you know, like let, let's go the opposite. Let's, let's become meek and, and weak and all the kind of opposite of the spectrum of what anger is because that became, well, that became like a, a family terror. Yeah, totally. It, it, it did. It did. It, it became a huge shame. Um, for myself and who I was and even like I remember when I was 18 I was at a bar um, this is actually when I was starting no, I would have been older than 18 I was probably 23 because this is when I wasn't really drinking anymore and I'd taken up boxing um, and I remember being at a pub and one of the guys who I went to school with his dad came up to me and he was like pissed and he was like you were such a fucking angry child and was just like laughing at me and I was just like I, I, at that point, I was doing boxing. I started doing meditation. Um, I was already like on the path, essentially. Mm. So it didn't really rattle me or, or phase me too much. I was just like, okay, cool. That's who I was. It's not who I am. Um, but it was like, it was like a moment of being like, man, if if a parent of of a friend that I used to have still remembered that. Fuck, probably close to 15 years later I mean like damn it must have been reasonably re- disruptive right um, so yeah it's, it's been something that I've had to navigate my whole life um, it's it's not really there in the blind rage aspect anymore not even not even close I have such a, a, a not even a control of it I have such a better relationship with it um, because for me now, anger isn't a need for control. It's just f- merely just an emotion that you move through, mm. you know. Um, so now that I have this healthier relationship with it, I don't actually need to project anger onto others or even anger or hatred onto myself. It's merely just moving through an emotion, just like you move through happiness or joy or bliss. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. But, I mean, you look at the age of, what, 16, 17. I mean, that's 16 years of from then to now. Mm. You know, like, it's it's not a... It's not an overnight change. It's it's a constant process of integration of a mm. of this this strong emotion that you just had such a horrific relationship with mm. to integrate it into who you are now, and then still on the on the work. I mean, this is ultimately something you'll always be dealing with. Yeah, totally. Not in, in, in aspects of one, you know, one or way or another. Yeah, for sure. Merely because it's probably just such an ingrained aspect of the self, or it might just be an aspect of who I am. You yeah. know, I'm like it's it's like it's it's even like the 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 idea of of a color of a hair, right? Like because I have fairly ginger hair sometimes. I like to call it strawberry blonde, but um, but it's like even that aspect. People create that association, right? Like angry ginger kids. Um, so it's like something that's just pro- projected onto me merely my whole life. Um, and and it was true, like all 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 throughout life um but there was like uh and like this is where rebirthing and and, uh those aspects of it the more esoteric aspects comes in come into it right because i remember when i was seven i actually went to an osteopath and what she did was work on like cranial manipulation and within one session my mum said i was a completely different person i went from just being this real like extremely reactive kid all the time and obviously my parents had no idea how to deal with me because like how would you why would you um to to like slowly starting to get more mellow and that was merely through um like releasing of the synovial fluid that's around your brain 
um, just releasing a few muscles and that essentially ties back to birth trauma yeah. um, because I got caught on my mum's hip bone and like through many, many rebirthing experiences, like t- going back into that place and actually releasing that trauma that's trapped in the brain, like it's just made me a less angry person. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's a... It's, it's really interesting hearing you talk about your your past self versions of this angry person because i mean the person that i've known has never been that person Hmm. you know like not in the aspects that that you've spoken about you know and it's hard for me to sit here and and, and imagine you like that you know like i can imagine it but it's hard you know like you know um but i mean i've i've known we've all grown up with lads like you you know like it's it's a cultural thing as well you know um because as, as we get into our teenage years, you know, we start getting into the beers and, and all of that, and that can just start really amplifying the the unconscious rages, you know, because obviously the, the alcohol starts to lower your inhibitions. It kind of releases your kind of true self in a form, I guess. And um, I, I, this is something, I mean, I, I've spoken about it many times on the podcast. Like, you know, in my 20s, late 20s, I was, you know, using steroids and things like that and doing bodybuilding and, and people go, oh, do you get into into roid rages and things? And I said, no, I didn't, or no, I don't. Mm. Or, you know, at the time, if it was past or present tense, and uh, and I, I would equate it to how people can get drunk, and most people don't get angry, but then there are some people who do. Um, I think it's 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 just one of those things that 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 opens up what is already in you, anyways. Mm. Um, so I can imagine, you know, you as a as a drunken teenager just wanted to get into brawls or someone looked at you wrong or totally. something like that. Totally. Um, but it is it is it is really interesting and, and hard to imagine you as that person because yeah. I just don't know no, that, that person. Like, there's no aspect of that in you now. Mm, totally. And like to to be honest, by the time I was eighteen, a, a like. A lot of those aspects of myself had actually dissipated. Yeah. Um, because because I started boxing when I was fifteen, that turned into like a huge way for me to release anger and actually have an outlet for it. Well, um, utilize the anger for something yeah, and channel sure. it. Totally, totally. Like yeah, f- f- fully. I um, mean, and it was quite good because I I had a really good um, boxing coach. He was like the seventy five year old Irish guy. Um, and he'd like obviously seen it all. He'd, he'd um, like trained a few of the um, like New Zealand heavyweight champs, um, like amateur champs, like heaps and heaps. And even his son was uh, was like uh, like a Commonwealth champion for Ireland. Mm. So he'd been around boxing forever. And so he found ways to be able to utilize that. And and it was just through output, like huge output, because yep. it's like the energy was there and the energy being stored for a really really long time. Um, so to be able to move through that was was great because then when it got to eighteen, um, I was never really one to fight or start a fight, um, but I was always one to to join in or finish it. Yeah, you know the final blow. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. nice. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> <laughs> I never really got beat up that often. <laughs> There you go. If you're any of uh, Ryan's past <laughs> brawling escapades and you're sitting here listening, feel free to DM us. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Tell them about the time you beat me up or something. <laughs> but but that, it, it, was in, it was an interesting one because it was like I always had a chip on my shoulder because people would always try to fight me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would never try to fight them. Um, and I, I never really knew what it was, but maybe it's just they, there was just, just an energy around it, you know? Yeah. 
just an energy around it. Um, that was probably something that I was always just calling in, mm. um, whether it was to protect myself or to pre- protect um, friends, yep. you know, or even on the footy field, mm. you know, um, there would always be be brawls. Um, yeah, so it was, it's been a beautiful thing to to, to integrate and navigate because it has been hard. Um, because like even talking about it now, like there's resistance or shame, shame yeah. to to even go into it, you know, because it was such a different person to who I am now. Um, there wouldn't even be any association to it now. I'm like a com- completely different human being, um, and that's merely because I've just healed those aspects of myself that needed control, um, that that wanted to be seen, you know, that wanted to feel safe, you know. Where do you think a young man or young lady out there listening to this um, could start if they find themselves in a similar area of life? It probably depends on the age, realistically. Yeah. Um, but um, I suppose even if you have, if if you were a parent and you had a, an a, 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 an angry kid, I would say probably the the best outlet for them would would be through some form of sport or even some form of martial art. Um, because the beauty in that is it, is it teaches you that you don't need to use anger or you don't need to use violence to protect yourself. Yep. You know, because you know that you can protect yourself when opportunities or situations arise, you realize that you don't actually need to use it um, or you can actually learn to control it. And that was the beauty of, of boxing is because if I was boxing and I got into a, into a rage, um, you lose control, you know. Get your ass beat. You get your ass beat mm-hmm. because you're not thinking about what's actually going on. You're not having a level head. You're merely just trying to throw punches and hoping something lands. Um, so the beauty of boxing is that it, it just teached you restraint, teach mm. you that you didn't need to use it, or teach you that it, that it, it wasn't actually as valuable as you thought it was going to be, or you thought it was. Yeah, you're you're starting to discover what true power is in, in learning a skill. Mm, totally. You know, you're not just trying to be a front and just be a force full of energy to try and scare somebody off. Mm. And then if that doesn't work, then you're going to just, yeah, as you say, just throw some limbs and see if you can connect something um, in, in, the, in the form of, you know, an, an angry projection. Totally. Totally. And then, man, if, if, if you're an adult... Uh, that's moving through anger or you notice that you're angry or reactive Uh, like for me breath work has been one of the the greatest releases of it because it gives you a space to be able to drop into it it gives you a space to be able to refill some of those deep dark stored emotions around it and actually understand where it comes from Uh, so it's like the the first breath work session I had when I was and I would have been 23 um, this was when I was traveling through India and I uh, had the pleasure of working with a Swami for a month uh, while my partner at the time was uh, doing her yoga teacher training. And um, and through through that experience, I'm pretty sure I've, we've spoken about it many times on here, but, but through that experience, it just gave me an opportunity to tap into like some of that pain and suffering and hurt. Um, that I hadn't really allowed myself to to feel into or to release um, or to, to let go or re-experience. And um, through that breathwork journey, it's like literally just 45 minutes of me just screaming in a blind rage, yep. like just blood-curdling screams, just non-stop 
non-stop and i remember leaving the the session like just mind blown because even though i'd been um working with shifami for a, a few weeks i've been like learning about reiki um i'd been going to like some of his other breathing classes just like the the conscious connected breathing and the space that he took me into through like deep tissue massage while he was doing it was yeah next level like it just it, it fucking opened my eyes up to to you know the power that the breath has to heal um yeah, the past experiences that we've gone through. Mm, that's mm. a beautiful place to start uh, if you are, you know, searching. Or even you just want to find, you could be on the other end of the spectrum. You're very meek and you're a doormat and you're, you know, you, you you're, make yourself small and unseen and unheard and you are totally afraid of anger so you don't even allow yourself to, to move into it because um, that's just on the other spectrum too. Mm. And, and so this is where getting into the breath or, or even to some... Um, some channeled rage techniques you know you, you could just grab a cushion from your couch and just really sit in there take a few breaths and just start really wailing on it totally. really moving into it now if you have a very disassociated uh, uh, relationship with anger it's going to be hard for you to actually create that or you you know you might tell yourself well, i don't have anger i'm not angry it's not about being angry or having anger it's actually just creating that emotion because there'll be some times that you you start moving through it some things will start coming up about people that have wronged you etc 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 and you'll start really be able to channel that mm. and that's that can be the first part of actually just starting to feel what anger is in a, well, in a safe environment. Yeah, it's, it's reassociating your relationship with it. Yeah. Realizing that anger is, is merely just emotion. And most of us will have anger trapped in us p based on the past, you know, past hurts, like people hurting us. Um, because essentially, like, if, if your dad beat your ass for whatever reason, whether it was just or unjust, it's like that emotion is still going to be trapped within you in your soma. The experience is still there. Um, and if you've never had an opportunity to move through it, then it's going to stay with you forever, you know? So it's like your reactiveness may not even be yours. It may just be an emotion that was transferred to you, yeah. you know? And if you, if you don't find healthy ways to release it or, or to build a healthy relationship with it, like through some of these um, practices, then it's just going to stay stored, stuck and stagnant, yep. you know? And it's just going to be projected onto other people. And it, and it is beautiful, man. So that, that rage release exercise you were talking about, is like that's one of the exercise that I used regularly um, when I first started doing this work because I would actually feel into some of these past experiences mm. you know I would re-experience um, what it was like to be me five-year-old being bullied being out of control sitting with that emotion and then actually allowing that emotion to come up and then releasing that into a pillow releasing that through a screen and it's really it's it's fucking hard at the start yep. you know because um, we have such a negative association with anger, you know, um, whether, as you say, whether you think you're angry or not. Um, and it's beautiful to see and, and guide people into that space, you know, because it really yes. is about reconditioning. It's like really is about reconditioning that relationship with it because we've all either been angry or had anger projected onto us. So it's like there is such a negative association with it. And what generally will come after the anger will be tears. Always. <laughs> it's such a protective mechanism for our grief totally such a protective mechanism for our sadness and our mm -hmm. tears and and so it's actually just it, it's probably one of the only emotions you can actually create on your own 
You know, like you can go, right, I'm going to start wailing on this pillow. I'm going to start creating anger. And then once you start opening up the doorway to that one emotion, then it actually allows the 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 opening of the other emotions as well. Totally. And there's nothing better than having a good fucking cry. Sure. You really feel very cleansed. Uh, you really feel nice and nice and present and centered. So the anger, you can use that as a, as a gateway emotion almost, you know? You can be like, right, I'm gonna start really moving into it. I'm gonna start creating a relationship with it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start channeling it, moving through it. And it's a great workout as well, you know? <laughs> and so you can really start opening that. And then if there's some tears or some grief that, that needs to be felt, that can start flowing through. And you can actually become a lot softer after really starting to open up your anger. Yeah, for sure, because the, the, the protection is no longer there, you know. The, the mechanism of why the anger's there um, just starts to dissipate yeah. over time, you know. So you start to be more softer, more present, um, less reactive because it's, it's not so stored, you know. You can actually start to live life based on what's happening in front of you, not based on the emotions that are stored from the past. Yep. And then, you, and then, and then it's a roll-on effect. You start becoming a bit less of a victim, you know, because you're just not, woe is me. You can actually start setting more boundaries because the word no might start being stronger in your vocabulary if it hasn't been mm. uh, and that starts setting boundaries and then you know your anger is going to start you know letting the people around you who have known you now from a past version to be like hey look now there's some boundaries in my life you know you can't treat me that way anymore you can't say these things or I'm not going to doormat anymore mm. so it is a, it is a, a gateway emotion totally. to to the other spectrum of emotions and then you might be able to feel more joy you know experience more laughter you know just from because anger is very powerful like on an energy spectrum it's it's right up there totally well it's like how you if you if you repress any emotion you repress all emotions you know yep. so if you are repressing anger then you are going to be repressing happiness and joy and pleasure and eros and and all every everything else that's on the other side of it you know because they they are all one thing you know they are all the same it's just the association that we put to it right um and it's like when when you start going through, if, if you are if you have anger within you i'm not going to say if you are an angry person because that's just an identification we yep. all are an angry person um if you have anger within you and you are reactive and you do start moving into some of these processes like realizing that it it's going to take time it takes uh, it takes a long time to reassociate it with it and and it will feel wrong and you will feel that maybe even at the start you do become a little bit more reactive to things because you're actually letting something come up to the surface so there's going to be more expression of the emotion you know and so that means you might actually dissociate more. Yep. You know, you might pull yourself out of your body more. You might feel uncomfortable. You know, that is all part of the process. But you merely just have to allow yourself to move through that. You know, I remember the first times or even when I work with clients moving through anger. It's like after they have their first rage release, they always feel, wow, many of them can feel dissociated, you know, because it's such a strong emotion that you've moved through you really pull yourself away from the experience sometimes. Well, you can be very afraid of it. Totally. Very afraid of it because it's been something you've been afraid of your whole life. Now you're For bringing sure. it to the forefront by choice. For sure. And that's like a, it's like a big shock to the system. The ego totally. itself is going to be like, what yeah. the hell is going on here? Yeah, it's just reassociating your nervous system to, to, to the emotion or to the, to the feeling. Yeah, mm. yeah. So what about, um, what about sacred rage, brother? What do we, 
What's your, what's your, I mean, you've had a, a, a big journey with anger and sacred rage. How, how did you really kind of start moving into sacred rage and, and what even is it for people listening? Mm. Yeah, so sac- sacred rage is just about having a healthy relationship with rage and anger mm. and then just seeing the opportunity to utilize it. It's, it's like this, right? You, when you're moving through these experiences, when you're trying to reassociate yourself with an emotion that's so deeply ingrained with you, or there's so much trauma based around it, it's like as you're starting to build a healthy relationship with it, there's like three things that are going to happen. Like, one, you're going to see yourself in rage after the event, okay? Which means you're going, you might get angry at someone, you know, you might be reactive. You know, you might yell or scream or, or, or anything along those lines, you know. That doesn't mean that you didn't, you missed an opportunity or you did something wrong. Mm. You merely seen it after the fact, all right? Second is that you're going to see it while you're in the act. So you might find yourself starting to get angry or frustrated um, or you might see yourself projecting an emotion onto someone else through yelling or screaming or whatever. But catching you, you, you'll catch yourself in the moment and then you'll reassociate. And merely in that situation, you can just apologize. Mm-hmm. The third might be that you see yourself, but you still choose to do it anyway. You know? And that's still okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're still trying to reassociate yourself with it. You know, if you're doing it on purpose to hurt someone else or to project it onto someone else, then, then obviously you have to question yourself on that. Yeah, you know, because it's been such an ingrained pattern in your life where you've actually used anger as a form of control. Like the fact now that you're choosing to move through it, you have to really check yourself on whether or not you're going to allow yourself to do that. Yeah, you know, but then at the same time, you do have to forgive yourself for it, but also hold yourself to a higher standard. So it's like when you get to that point, there's a huge paradox there. Yeah. Because you have to just honestly be honest with yourself and be like, okay, is, is, is me moving through this to protect myself um, worth uh, potentially hurting someone else? Yeah. You know? And we're not, I'm not talking about physically. Obviously, if there's physical violence or anything along those lines, that's like a, a no. But it's like the, the, the moving through the emotion of it, mm. you know? And if you are angry and you have anger within you, and you have a partner or relationships or people around you, you know, and, and they're in a conscious place or even if they're not in a conscious place, you can merely just have the conversation with them. Be like, hey, look, I, I realize that I'm angry. I realize I project this onto you a lot and I'm trying to work through this. So there's going to be moments of anger and frustration, you know, but I just want you to know that if it does happen, I'm already sorry for it, you know, because I already feel shame around it. And when you do see me in that, can you just ask me maybe what I need? Yeah. You know, what is it that I actually need in this moment? Yeah. You know, because normally when there is anger, it's, it's merely just a protection mechanism. Mm. You know, you're merely just trying to keep yourself safe. Mm. Mm. It's not all of you. It's just a part of you that's trying to keep you safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a big brother. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. It's a good way to look at it. Mm. And I think if you're a, a person you touched on it before and you are going to those those physical levels or you have someone in your life who's who takes it to those physical levels you know like there's no question about your own safety you totally. need to remove yourself for sure from 
whatever situation you're in totally. and as and as easy as that is me sitting here on this microphone to say that and yep. as tough as it is for those people in those situations you've got to find a way out to, yep. to, to remove and give yourself some space whether you are you're the aggressor or you're receiving of the aggressor mm. you know there, there, there's no excuse for any physical harm never and it, never. That, that's the beauty of it man like i've never had a partner i've never have you punched a hole in the wall though have you slammed the door nearly oh. off its hinges oh for sure because they're just the same things yeah, right t- totally totally you know? totally totally and in in those situations uh no not like projected onto them i would choose to leave and i would slam a door yeah so so that that was like the the manipulation or the control yeah, yeah you it's know? the power it's the, the force the, it's the force the power it's to scare someone totally yeah totally but um violence against another person another woman no never oh no 100 percent. and that's not the question i asked because I, I already knew the answer to that for sure but i just want other people to yeah, know. yeah yeah <laughs> for sure no but it's um because those, those things people can 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 accept levels and go well i'm not being hit but no 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 no. the the emotional turmoil that of of someone being an aggressor and punching a hole right near the wall or you know slamming a door so loud that it that it rattles the house for sure. um or throwing something to smash it on the floor you know that's that's the same level totally you're, you're not getting physically hurt but that is leaving in trauma imprints within yourself totally and if if you are in those situations and you are living with someone like that and and they're not actually trying to do anything about it whether they're trying to see a psychologist or yep. they're going to anger management or they're working with a breathwork practitioner like to, to actually move through and find out where the root of all that pain and suffering comes from because that's essentially all it is it's yep. just it's just pain it's hurt yep. it's suffering you know and even when i'm thinking back to it now it's like maybe the reason i've been so angry my whole life is that that comes back to that story of when i was in the the womb and i tried to kill myself yep. you know i put the umbilical cord around my throat because i knew i didn't want to do this again yep. you know this is not my first time here i know it that's why the the advancements happen so quickly in, in, in this life um because i've done it all before mm-hmm. you know i've been here and I've, 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 I've been through this journey and it was so painful in a past life i didn't want to re-experience it in this life you know so I, maybe the reason i was so angry when i was younger is because i was angry that i was here yep. i was angry that i was alive you know so i would just create and push and project that onto other people and then what you're what you are that's what you're going to manifest within yourself and, yeah, for, sure. uh, for your life sure. well yeah. you'd make a shit life you'd make a reason to be angry and frustrated Correct. about everything yeah you know and it, and it hasn't been until we actually went into rebirthing um that a lot of that a lot of that moved through yeah because even when we were going through the rebirthing journey, it's like Van used to say, like, whenever we'd have an argument, I'd do the same thing. I'd walk around, slam the door mm-hmm. and leave, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it wasn't until I started to, 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 like, go back to those moments of birth and sort of re-choose to come into this life with a different energy um, did that actually start to shift. And it's, fuck, man, it's been a long time since I've slammed a door oh. during an argument or even got angry during an argument it's just like no i can be present in the emotion yeah. and even when i feel it it's like a choice not to not to express it yeah mm. but then you've integrated the anger you know if oh, you sure. wanted to be angry you would be choosing to be angry oh, and there totally. would be a reason for it but it wouldn't be a toxic anger it would be a a healthy a healthy expressed anger totally and and that that's that's 
that's a that's a strong level to get to when you can express your anger healthily so you're not you're not trying to scare the person or their situation you're not trying to manipulate it anyway you are literally just expressing that you are angry mm. and that's okay totally it's that's fine fucking fine it's perfect to get to that level that's a that's a big it's a big process yeah for sure and it's just sitting with it it's just sitting and being present with the emotion and and, and trusting yourself to be angry yes you know because i'm you you literally reconditioning years of it going from being anger to blind rage you know and and then so it's literally you trusting yourself that you're not going to get that point and you can actually fucking hold the line you know and just sit on that knife edge of the emotion without it actually consuming you and and having again we just we just broken records sometimes but it's having the tools to go to yeah. i remember i um in the 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 last partnership i was in went through a few whack situations <laughs> and uh one one particular one just before we went to bed and just woke up and I was just like, okay, I need to shift this through. So I just got up, went and did my breath work, went into it, felt it, opened it up some more and then I just grabbed the cushion and I just did some real big somatic yelling into the cushion mm. and just, that I probably did it for like 10 minutes, I think I really hurt my throat. I, so I need to kind of just get better at, there's a process you can do without actually hurting your throat. But, um, and, and then I moved through it and then I, was able to go speak about it Perfect. and i was fine that's beautiful yeah 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 yeah. so it's just having these 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 ass the, the tools in our arsenal for us to move into mm-hmm. so you don't even necessarily have to, you know if you're in the moment and and something's happening it's like okay great cool well if i start moving into it now i'm going to react uh so why don't i just take a breath and move away from it and then i'm going to go and do some whatever i need to do you know it could be a walk could be go stand outside, could be go it up bay, could be, you know, whatever. But mm. just find something that you know works for you at the level of whatever's whatever the, the emotion is to help shift it through. Totally. And this is where nature was a, a beautiful, beautiful tool. Um, because even if I wasn't angry, every time I go for a hike, every time I go for a walk, I would like at the top of a mountain, I would just scream. Oh, it feels scream great. Scream and scream and scream and scream. Even if I was up there and I didn't feel anger towards anything, yeah. I would just see that as a good opportunity to release and let go because nature is here to just to like transmute all of that shit into beauty. Mm, I like doing it in the ocean. Mm. When I get into oh, the ocean, put your head in the water and mm. bah, Totally. So good. Mm. But I do. I, I, it, it does rasp my throat, though. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of my work deals with me and, and having to speak. You know. So <laughs> I remember one time I went to the mount and I had an auction the next day and I was staying there the night before and and uh, I went and did a bit of somatic yelling the night before and in, uh, in the in the, at the beach there and it didn't hit me straight away. But then about an hour later, I started talking. I was like, oh. Went a little bit too far. I need to to go steam my throat, you know, before I did my auction the next day. But I was still a bit raspy. People were like, oh, you have a big night last night. No, I don't even drink. Do you know what? If I told you what I was doing, you probably wouldn't even understand. Totally. Totally. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, But it's, um, I I think it's a very, it's a very strong topic to be talking about. Uh, It's a very strong topic personal to your heart because it is something that you've constantly you know, it's been one of your biggest traumas for you to, to shift and move through and totally. and, and alchemize mm. into you. Um, and then so many people, when we are doing, you know, one-on-one or even just, just breathworks in general with, with clients and, and in groups, how 
big the theme is that we have to help people find their voice help to find them to feel the anger and start moving into it and they're so afraid of it and you can see their shadow just stopping them from going and they just they don't want to go there because it's such a scary place to go there but they feel so empowered and their power just grows insurmountably mm. oh, and you can see time. such the huge shifts like oh. you, you see a different person you see a, a different energy in their face you see the a, a, a softness that they haven't felt in a long, and a joy. long time for sure it's a joy it's a joy to integrate another huge aspect of our human conditioning mm. into the self because mm. it's there for a reason totally it's there to protect us it's there to power us up it's there to it's a warrior energy, you know? It's, warrior, it's, it's a bro, fucking warrior energy. It. When it's integrated, it's a warrior energy. Because you know when you can use it and utilize it. You can know when you need to protect yourself or protect other people, you know? And, and it's not going to be projected onto other people, you know? You, you can use it in different situations because you can just hold the line, you know? Whether it's in business or it's in relationship or it's in life, you know? Yep. Uh, it's, it's like once you can, can master your relationship with it and you can allow yourself to simply move through any fucking emotion... Um, whenever it is present it's like you're just going to be present in, in whatever life brings at you yeah. yeah and this brings to another point that i'm just coming into now if you're finding yourself that you are very passive in your microaggressions and 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 and, and all that passive aggressiveness as well that is just as you know i'm not going to say bad but it's that just is as just toxic. as toxic For as sure. someone who is outwardly aggressive as well because now you're manipulating the emotional aspect of someone or whoever you are whoever you are getting to tiptoe around you and not saying and huffing and puffing and sounds and you know that that can leave a lot, last a long effect on someone than a then then even anger yeah. then anger totally totally and it's the same energy you know same energies one's just repressed and one's internal one's explosive yeah, yeah. you know it's the same energy and and for me it was like that was a huge learning curve because because there was so so much shame around anger and so much shame around who I was for so long that I just quieted myself down. You know, I, I just repressed a, every aspect of myself because I didn't trust any aspects of myself. Mm. So it, it took a long time for me to rebuild confidence in who I was as a person. Yeah. Um, on the on on the other side of that, because there was so much association around just not being good enough. Yeah. For so long that who I was, there was something wrong with me. You know, I'd fucking teacher aids at school, and and um even around that like that was fucking traumatic because the first day i had a teacher aid um she had a meeting with me gave me this teddy bear um and it was like my fucking support teddy bear and i told her i was like i i don't i don't want that i said to her i was like i don't want that and then we went into the classroom and she fucking introduced this teddy bear as my fucking support animal to a group of fucking 10 year olds they were already fucking bullying me it's like for fuck's sakes yeah. way to make someone's life that's already hard even fucking harder the government cares about you kids <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, totally. they, they, they've got parenting down packed and that was actually when i threw the desk across the classroom well what was your teddy's name <laughs> i can't remember okay he wasn't my mate why would i remember his name <laughs> he was a cock yeah a fucking little duck she didn't last long a bit <laughs> But still, man, that's that's tough, eh? Fuck. That's just let's just single out the kid that has issues and make him have even more issues and more things the kids single out and pick on. Oh, bro, I feel fucking I feel so bad for you, man. That's that's tough. Sorry, little guy. Yeah. All right. Oh, we love you now, dude.
yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it's a journey, man. It, re- it really, really is. And even even um, yeah, e- even now, even now, it's like it's still just an integration of an aspect of self. You know, Correct. even just talking about these situations, it's like there's there's still aspects to to integrate. There's still uh, moments to forgive. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, myself for you know there's still there's still things there's still things that will come up um because um the anger is still there mm. the cat around guys i i definitely still have more growth to go on the power of my own anger yes like i i, I was never truly allowed to really express myself as a mm. as, as a kid growing up you learn it fighting oh yeah 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 i'm i'm really enjoying it. i think that's why i'm so enjoying it because I mean, I'm such a in my body person, and this is all body. It's creating the mind with it. So I'm really enjoying the MMA at the moment. But um, but I I have anger, you know, and it's actually a part of my design. It's my not self of my design, anyways. Um, and it can be very scary for people. Mm. Very scary because I I can. You're I, a big lad. I'm a big lad, and I can be very very powerful. You know how to use your voice with my anger, absolutely, and. Um, and in saying that, it's it's not something that's ever gotten out of control, you know. Like, but there is um, there's still aspects of uh, feeling anger and expressing it. Yeah. You know, and just going, okay, well, it's allowed to express here, but just find the volume. Yeah. <laughs> you know, find find the, the the right volume for the situation. Totally. Um, and, it, yeah, and it's so yeah I guess I guess what I'm trying to say and just going through it now I guess I'm there's still a little part of me that that's afraid of the magnitude of my own anger mm, yeah because yeah. it can it can be very yeah. it could be very eruptive yeah, yeah, yeah. if what, I chose to yeah what, what you could do with it yeah yeah and so to me then it excites me because then there's like wow there's still like more power for me to tap into totally. of my own self mm. like that's cool. And this is this this is the whole roundabout wheel of the of the work, right? Like, yeah, yeah, all right. Well, there we go. I'm just sitting here. I'm unpacking that. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. There's like more power, but a more very powerful thing for me to actually tap into and move into and mm. and, uh, and and alchemize into my life. Mm. But um, passive aggressiveness, mm. you know, microaggression that that, that shuts me down. Um, I, you know, any 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 emotional. Uh, shut down i'm like reading faces i'm reading body language very fucking intently i'm feeling energy and you would have felt it from your dad all the time oh god yeah 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 yeah, for sure you know like and so um so that for me that's the opposite to you i'm like that's that's my kryptonite Mm. um of of just that yeah and i like if anyone gave me a silent treatment i'd fucking lose my mind I reckon that I would still lose my mind now. Like it's I, interesting because passive aggression is, is still well, not so much anymore. I've, I've, I've integrated it probably in the last few months more than ever. Um, but when we first started living together, passive aggressiveness was a, was a shadow aspect of myself. Yeah. And I, I would see when I was being passive aggressive and I, and I would watch you shut down. Yeah. It was, it was really, really interesting to see. But it was beautiful because it showed me, it like shone light on when I was being passive aggressive because I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm seeing like in this way. What am I doing? The only reason he it was in this way is if there's passive aggressiveness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah, not to not to put her in a bad light, but my my daughter's mum that was that was her shadow aspect, like just like fuck, walking on eggshells. Yeah, and ah, like just thinking about it now, like 
that and just some certain people throughout various aspects of my life. Yeah, that's my that's my kryptonite for sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, but again, it shows the aspects of where I need to you know grow and learn and move into and then speak when it's happening to the others around me, not being afraid of it and mm. all of that. So well, just even acknowledging it, you know. You're like, yeah. hey, Ryan, you're being passive aggressive. That's making me yeah, smile. yeah, yeah. Because then it's just actually acknowledging that someone's making you feel weak. Correct. You know, someone's yeah. taking a, a, a power away from you. Yeah. 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 So, so it's um, it, it can be all, all levels of anger. It doesn't have to just necessarily be someone yelling in your face. You know, I'd rather someone come and yell in my face because I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> I can deal with that. No, I fucking stand. Great. Good, now you're going to get my peace of mind. Because <laughs> I certainly don't have an issue with conflict. You know? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I, uh, I love, I love, the, I love the, the challenge. But yeah, it's funny what, what, what makes us all tick, right? And we all have different ticks and we all have different aspects of ourselves and various other things. And, and it's just continually learning and just, yeah, just, just growing from. Yeah, and it's, it's just seeing these aspects of yourself and not seeing them as being wrong. Like, although you may be hurting yourself or maybe hurting other people right now, it's like if you have the self-awareness to realize that you are hurting yourself or you are hurting other people and you do want to change that, then that's a powerful place to be, you know, because then everything from that point on is then a choice. Yeah. You can't unchoose that once you bring awareness to it. You can stop choosing awareness around it and that's your choice. Mm-hmm. But it's like once you make a decision and being like, okay, this is something I want to work on, it's like it'll be forever in the forefront. And if you choose not to, then that's merely your choice. Yeah. You know, that merely is who you are. Um, and that's the, that's the, that's the, what's the word I want to use? Mm. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to go with that. But that's ultimately just the choice you make. That yeah. is it. That is it. And so if you do see this or, or your this conversation is confronting for you because you see that, that there's anger aspects of yourself, you see that there's way that you manipulate or control other people, you see that there's way that, that, that you hurt um, other people through anger or even through um, passive aggressiveness, mm-hmm. you know, realize that like, although there's nothing wrong with you, um, it's merely an aspect of you and it's predominantly based around trauma and the things that you've gone through in the past and it is just a prediction mechanism because you don't want yourself um, to be hurt. It's like this is a choice that you have to consciously make to want to work through it, yeah. you know, to realize that although there's not nothing wrong with you, it's not necessarily okay if you keep choosing to be this way. Well, it's going to limit you. No, for sure. It's just going to limit you in your life. Totally. And you're just going to keep repeating the same bullshit. So if you do want to make some change in your life, well, then you've got to make some change in your life. It's as simple as that. Totally. Yeah, totally, totally. So so get help, get support, because it's, it's something that's hard to move through by yourself, yeah. because you're not going to be able to see, see the full picture from inside the frame. Yeah. And even, again, like on the other spectrum of the of the coin, on the other side of the coin, uh, even just denying anger, being me, being the doormat, it's still a manipulation of the people around you. Oh, for sure. You know, because, and you're manipulating yourself. So if you find you're on that spectrum as well, you still need to seek help. You still need to start feeling it, understand what it is, go into it, go into these practices. Mm. And always, if you want to reach out and, and come and, you know, do a bit of breath with, with Ryan and I, then, then we're always here too. Mm. Yeah, because it, it's about just building a healthy relationship with it. Yeah. Um, as you say, like both aspects, 
you know, we, everyone needs to have a healthy relationship with anger. So if you don't see yourself as an angry person and you never feel anger, it's like, then there's something that you're definitely repressing. Yep. Toxic positivity, potentially. Toxic positivity. Mm. Hey, that's a very new age thing, Michael. Ooh. <laughs> it's, a, it's not, not work, though. It's definitely not work. Definitely not work. Toxic positivity, yeah. Yeah. All right, team. Hey, thanks for, for listening. Uh, again, another very confronting uh, session. And thank you for just, just sharing your, your story so vulnerably, brother. Like, mm. it's, um, yeah, really do appreciate it, man. And I'm sure whoever's listening out there will appreciate it as well. Because mm. that's the aspect that's of our podcast. It's just raw and real and authentic and our own experiences and our own stories. And, and that was real, man. So mm. I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you, brother. Well, I appreciate the, appreciate the platform always. I love to, to chat and just feel into whatever's alive. Um, so it's a beautiful thing, man. It is a beautiful thing. It is. All right, folks. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I was going to say guys and people at the same time. People. Uh, thank you. So I'm, I'm making up words again. Uh, thanks, team, for, for stopping by and listening to us. We, uh, we do appreciate it. We appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, tune in next week. We'll have a riveting episode. All right. See you later, everybody. Shoo. Mm. Oh.